Hello, and welcome to another episode of Industry Celebrities. My name is Kimberly Scott. Industry Celebrities is a podcast where I interview industry professionals in any industry and ask them questions about their industry or passions. If you want to tune into other episodes, you can do so by going to thatkimberly.com forward slash combo to choose which platform you prefer to listen to industry celebrities on, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Google, YouTube, and cunning soon Alexa, you can do that. So now that we have that out of the way, I'd like to introduce my guest today, Miss Elaine Delude. Hello, Elaine. Hello, Kimberly. Thanks for having me today. Well, thank you. So today we're going to hit a topic that is a little bit on the forefront. And what it comes down to is just being different in multifamily and standing out in our large space. So Elaine, tell the listeners about who you are and what company you're with first. My name's Elaine Delude, and I'm with Live BE Communities. We're based in Rockville, Maryland, and we started our company just a few years ago, and I've been in multifamily for 28 years. 28 years. Almost so going, three decades. Wow. <laughs> well, you don't look it, so you go, girl. Whatever <laughs> Juice your drink and keep drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we're, you know, we don't have video attached to this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One day we will. <laughs> so tell listeners how Live BE is striving to stand out in multifamily. So really it's our whole approach to multifamily. So whether it be through our ad campaigns, which are unicorn based. I love unicorns. <laughs> we have a whole thing about, you know, your dream career and whether you want to be an Oracle or a unicorn wrangler, just doing something different to bring more awareness to multifamily and to our company, because we all are a smaller company. And in the digital world, we compete with all the big players out there for qualified applicants, whether it be residents or applicants looking for jobs. So we really tried to visually have a different approach as well as once you are part of our company you feel how it's different and that what do you mean when you say you feel how it's different so from the time that we onboard people we continue to talk about you know what's important to us and what makes us different really it truly is transparency that i think that gives us a big competitive advantage because we want to be transparent with everything that we're doing. So whether it's a challenge that we have at the site, we want to get together and make sure we're all on the same page, that we don't have competing agendas. When we go to a meeting, it's not like I need to make sure I look smart in the meeting. It's, it's about let's do what's best for the community and listen to the feedback of the people that are closest to the information and then make the right decision and then support them in that decision. Well, you're definitely different in one aspect that stands out to me is that you're run by women, majority women. Yes. <laughs> is that correct? That is correct. Jennifer <laughs> Rucker and I run the property management division, which is Live BE Communities for Berman Enterprises. Okay. Well, that's definitely different because I can't tell you how I could count on one hand the number of women that are actually running the companies in multifamily. We are a woman dominated, you know, industry where, you know, on the site level to the regional level to probably seniorish, would you say? 
but there are not very many presidents and CEOs that are women in our industry. Am yes. I correct in saying that? <laughs> yes, you are. So when you look at the faces, whether it be an industry publication, and you go to the page that has, you know, who's on the board, you will see very few women faces, and then even fewer or less are people that are minorities as far as backgrounds. Oh, yes. I am the token Latin in, <laughs> even though we, we do definitely have a lot more Latins now than when I started 15 years ago. But mm -hmm. back then, I, I would kind of do it in a joking manner, which everybody, you know, that didn't know me felt uncomfortable with. People who knew me were fine because it went to an inside joke from a long time ago, being from El Paso and meeting an executive that never knew that one of his sales reps from one of the publications was from El Paso. He'd never even said that. And I was, I was like, oh, it's because he's ashamed. And he was like, no, it's because I'm Spanish. I'm not Mexican, like joking around. But it was quite funny. It was, <laughs> and, but now it's serious. Like, I, I'm happy to see more and more diversity, but it's not full scale and it's not all the way to the top. That's for sure. No, and you look at the people that make the people at the top money, there's a lot of diversity in there. The people that work maintenance jobs, the people that, you know, are housekeepers, whether it be through a third party contractor in-house, our leasing teams, our community directors, all those people have a lot of diversity and that's not reflected at the very top of our industry, which is unfortunate. So we're trying yeah. to help people get there through our own teams and just talking about it more. Well, and I also think the millennial generation will help that as well because they're all about standing up for what's right you know and and they're about being inclusive instead of exclusive mm -hmm. would you not agree yeah i agree i think that it's going to take a lot collective collaboration through our local organizations through our national organizations to really make sure that the face that represents us on a national level is reflective of what happens every day taking care of our residents yeah, as well as getting more women to be the faces of the companies. Absolutely. The you know, I'm not saying that women do it better, but we do take a different approach. As an example, Jennifer Rucker and I are both vice presidents of the company, and we both share responsibilities. So there's not a division of roles and responsibility as defined as many other organizations. So we really do take that team approach so that our sites can see the difference that it makes because everyone has different strengths and weaknesses and there's going to be times when somebody's plate is too full and they need help why shouldn't that other person there be able to help them so yeah. it does make it more of a team event and it just hopefully encourages more collaboration and more communications between the teams and with your team seeing the collaboration as two women, and then also seeing that it's a family owned business, you know, that is, you know, men and women, but they hired two women to run it is showing from the top down to regional to site level that this is the norm. This is, or this is a new way of doing things. You know, it's great and positive and it's not about good or bad. It's just a new way of doing things. And the unicorn approach, it's a great way to bring everybody together and show them that we all can shine at some point. We all need each other. We're stronger together, period. Absolutely. And I think it gives a lot of people some hope on the site level that 
okay, they do it. So they're going to help me get to where I need to be. Right. Yes. So, you know, we're trying to work with our onsite team members just to make them better. Right. And it could be professionally or personally, it doesn't really matter to us. We just want them to be a better them. And to that end, we're launching our mentor program in March. We're getting ready to train all our mentors and we're hopeful that this will create an expanded network of Jenny and I to be out there and to support them and to guide them in a way that's selfless, right? So like looking at what that person needs and not what they, the person trying to get them once out of them. <laughs> well, Does that, that makes sense. So. Yes. But what, when you say training mentor, are you saying like things to ask, things not to do, you know, with everything with the, all of it, with the Me Too all movement, it, yeah. definitely. Is that the type of training you're talking about? So it's, it's really, it's a mentorship program. So all new employees will be assigned a mentor and it's not, it's not anything new, but I think the way we're incorporating it into our culture, it's just a natural progression of how we started and how we want to continue. And as we grow, we want to make sure we have more resources for the onsite teams. Yes. So, so for example, if we know somebody wants to be a community director, we want to pair them up with somebody who is a community director who maybe has different strengths that they don't have. Correct. So that person can help mentor them in a certain area. And in addition to like, Hey, you're going to a professional meeting. You need to make sure you wear this and yes. you know, you need to make sure you don't gossip about this person because it's going to help your own brand, right? Like yeah. each person has their own brand and what do they want to be known for? Oh, yeah. So I think that that's really important and something I think, younger people coming into the workplace, not only our industry, but others need to be mindful of. And totally. sometimes they don't have a filter when they open their mouth. So yeah, that's, a, that's a learned behavior. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. Speaking from someone who had a lot of great friends and mentors to tell me, Kimberly, don't say that. Nope. Don't, don't, don't wear that. Nope. Nope. That's not, you know, and I think because I grew up as the youngest and only girl that I was always, you know, outgoing and friendly and I love all people, you know, I, I love meeting new people, but sometimes I could be a little aggressive, not in a mean way, but in a way that like, shh, Kimberly, use your inside voice, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> on top of like what professional really means to look like and not necessarily fancy, but just put together and and sort. So if everybody had that, I feel like it, the world would be less intimidating and people would move up quicker. And, and also to know that being the mean girl, the mean guy is not cool. Like supporting each other is the way to go because we get through obstacles by the support of others. So we should be supported to others as well. And, and not, you know, like, no, it's all about me and forget everyone else because that's just a negative way of going through life. And in the end, it doesn't feel good in my opinion. Right. And when you look at like where people want to work and going back to like recruiting and being the unicorn, you know, if people want to work in that corporate culture, it, it is difficult to find that corporate culture. And that's why we're so unique in our space. And we've had people outside of our organization come up to and say, I love what you're doing, you know, or are people saying, I'm so proud to work here and everyone already knows about us and we're only, good. And, you know, those kind of comments are really encouraging for us. And hopefully, you know, we're creating something that um, will live on obviously yeah. and maybe grow to other companies and they see how 
you can be successful in creating a nurturing environment. And I'm not saying handholding and not saying people don't need to be accountable because that's not what we're all about, but, you know, giving people the self-confidence to make mistakes and learning from them and giving them the tools that they need to be successful long-term, right? So if I know somebody wants to be a community manager, like we have a number of resources that we can help them with that provide them. And if they want to be that, they will be that, right? If they're driven to do it and they have the resources, there's no reason why that person can't be successful. Or if they want to be the best lease ambassador, you know, in the Washington DC area, they can do that, you know, because we're going to give them all the tools to help them get there. So it's a combination of having the resources and having the drive. And if they have that, there's no stopping somebody. Yeah. Billie Jean King just tweeted about, you know, the first time in history that a woman will be officiating an NFL playoff game. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, and she tweeted that you have to see it to be it. Um, right. And, you know, her name is Sarah Thomas, is the official that's going to be officiating at the NFL playoff game. And the woman's been in it a long time, but industries like that, where they're breaking ceilings, gives me hope that the multifamily industry will come along and definitely change. And I do feel like it's changing. I can see the change. Yeah, it's a slow change, I think, across all industries. You know, I think as the workforce in general just continues to shift with more women in the workforce, you know, things like senior women in senior leadership positions, equal pay, I think all those things will follow. I just, it's going to be a long time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. No, but, but it's shifting. What do you all see as it relates to the maintenance position? So maintenance positions continue to be a challenge to fill. We, as an example, no matter what, whether it's women or men, right? Women or men. Yes. We just hired a woman maintenance technician the other day. So we're super excited to onboard her this week, but just filling that job in general is really challenging Days are gone when people had more mechanical skills, people wanted those type of jobs. Now we're having to really think outside the box and where we're going to find these people. And and as an example, we had two positions listed, one for a community host hostess. We had 200 applicants for that position, and we had less than a dozen for the maintenance position. So yeah, you could just see that the difference and we're advertising the same places, everything else is the same, right? So how do we get the word out that, you know, first of all, that we are a unicorn in our space and we would love to help develop people that maybe don't have full maintenance skills, but we're willing to work with them and get them those skills. And, you know, how do we find people that can pass our background checks, honestly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's challenging too, is, you know, finding folks that can get through the process, you find somebody you love, and then, you know, they can't get through the background part, which is a challenge, and obviously, a liability that we can't change, you know, like, we can't, liability issue, yeah, period, right, we we can't change the requirements for that, so, you know, what, what can we do to encourage people to apply for jobs like that, and, you know, really, is there any technology that's going to support that, too, and when you see how we look for prospects in the digital space, is there a way to look for maintenance folks in the space in the same way? I don't know the answer to that, Yeah, but I think it's just 
building awareness and if it's workshops, I know I said earlier, maybe not to your residents, but maybe it is, maybe it's to residents and anyone surrounding areas to show them crafts, not, not crafts, but you know, how to a craft, how to build something or how to fix something. And, and don't get me wrong, I know you don't want people fixing, you know, stuff within their apartment because that's why you have maintenance folks, but just to stir up the conversation. Yeah, there definitely needs to be more conversation centered around maintenance. Because for us, you know, I know some of the larger companies are outsourcing it, and that's not really an option for us. It doesn't really fit with our philosophy. Yeah. Not to say, you know, that we would never do that, but as of right now, that's not what we prefer to do. If yeah. we get forced into that, we'll get forced into that, but <laughs> hopefully that's not the case. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, just back to building awareness. Awareness, awareness, awareness that what the position is, how much money they can make because maintenance folks can make a great wage and, you know, move up in the company. And there's lots that I've seen maintenance become and do from supervisors to purchasers to things of that sort. But, you know, they have to start somewhere. Yeah. And I think that if somebody is inclined to look into that type of work, I think they will find it very rewarding because it does have a lot of diversity in the things that you do and the challenges. No two communities are ever alike. That's part of the reason I fell in love with the industry is, you know, when I started leasing, no two days were ever alike. So I loved that part of it mm -hmm. um, and those type of challenges and just working with people. So yeah, hopefully we can, you know, try to bring awareness to the good parts of our roles that we have available and get more interest in them. Yeah. Well, good for you. Kudos yeah. to live, be a division of the Berman Enterprises for, you know, being different in multifamily and standing out and striving to be that change and, you know, using the unicorn approach because it definitely, that's what it takes. To be yeah. And, and obviously, you know, if you're looking for that type of work environment where you are looking for a unicorn in your space, I encourage people to, you know, try to check out as much of the company's corporate culture as you possibly can. And I know that's hard without, you know, being a part of the company, mm -hmm. but I encourage people to just read the language and people's websites, try to reach out to people, even if it's on LinkedIn saying, Hey, I see you work at XYZ company. I would yes. learn to love a little bit about your company. What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? Or, you know, any insight or, you know, just try to figure out, try to get behind the curtain as much as possible because yeah. we're all putting our best foot forward in the very beginning. And you want to know what you have in store for you for the long run to determine if it's the best fit for you. Absolutely. Uh, and don't you know, be scared because I feel like a company with good culture doesn't mind you asking offline the their employees about it. Like I know there's websites like Glassdoor, which it's a rating site. And, and again, I've seen good and bad, but don't make that the end all to be all because companies pay to be ranked in a certain way. They also pay to have certain reviews taken down just, you know, and, and that's not right, but it, it is the truth. Like, so look at that and then reach out to people on LinkedIn, you know, yeah, like, like the Wizard of Oz, get behind the curtain. Get behind you know the who curtain. who Oz is. Yeah. <laughs> what is Oz really like? And if, and if they have a Wicked Witch of the West or East or wherever. Right. Yeah, find out. You need to know. You need you to need know. To because know. really corporate culture can make such a big difference. Oh, absolutely. In your life, like just work-life balance and, you know, being a, feeling like you're a whole person and you can yes. contribute 
to both your professional life and your personal life at a hundred percent. Yes. 100%. I agree. Well, thank you for having this conversation with me today. Where can listeners get a hold of you if they're interested in learning more about your unicorn change and unicorn wrangling there at Live BE? So my email address is edelude, E-D-E-L-U-D-E at livebe.com. Our website is livebe.com. So you can also check out we have actually testimonials from our own employees about oh, that's working awesome. with us, so you can check that out. Cool. I'm going to go look at the, the testimonials, even though I know lots of people over there that, that love you and Jenny, but... <laughs> we try to make it fun, you know? Yes, that's <laughs> that is. That is fun. Absolutely. So thank you again, and, and remember to reach out to Elaine if you're interested in learning more about LiveBE, and hit the subscribe button on whatever channel you're listening to me on today, YouTube, iTunes, Anchor, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, LinkedIn, etc. And until next week, stay positive and remember sharing is caring. Thanks Elaine. Thanks, I appreciate Kimberly. it. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.